Well, hello and welcome to episode number 73 of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at All Fire. At All Fire, we specialize in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. On the podcast today, we're going to be talking about surviving at the deep end on international projects and specifically offering a few tips for personnel who find themselves suddenly on a plane heading off to a foreign parts to, uh, to, to work for a period of time with little to no support from their organisation. So it's tips and tricks and ideas for people who find themselves in this situation. As with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying article on the All Fire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, sign up for our regular newsletter, find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you with your business. So a few tips for helping helping everybody really survive when they're dropped in at the deep end on international projects. Now, there's been a couple of earlier articles and podcasts that we've done around this similar sort of a theme. Really, there's three different ways that organizations can approach it. One is where you get a very comprehensive support package. You get a lot of support before you go. You get a lot of support when you first arrive. And then you get a lot of support even when you come back home. Your family gets looked after properly and proper maintenance and support and everything else. Lots of training. Now that's relatively uncommon, sadly. In the middle ground, there's a sort of a a halfway house where you get a little bit of training from your organisation. They might give you a couple of pamphlets to read. You might get to find a mentor or a coach somewhere within the organisation who will help you out. And then while you're in these different places, you'll get a little bit of local support as you go, which is generally relatively common, relatively commonly happens within a lot of organizations, particularly around projects. You tend to find it's a little better structured when you're looking at sort of formal secondments and placements, but projects for some reason tends to be very haphazard and very sort of loose which is where this third article, this third um, podcast comes in. So here we're really talking about it from a situation of, okay, your boss has come up to you and said, right, okay, we want you to go off to this other location. You're going to be there for a period of weeks to months to years. Um, Here's your airline ticket. Have a nice flight. See you when you get back. Very little support, very little assistance along the way. So you tend to find that this happens quite often. It'll happen to some people who've got a lot of experience and generally they won't need as much support. But it sadly will also happen to a lot of people who have little experience of these sorts of situations. And they'll find themselves often really stressed and under an awful lot of pressure. They're there, they may not have ever had the sort of uh, responsibilities that they find themselves in. But also they may never have lived and worked in another country before. And there are other countries that are relatively painless to move. So let's say you know, I'm based in Australia. 
um, if I was to move to New Zealand or move to, uh, to the UK, which is where I'm originally from, that sort of a change would not be so striking. However, if you were to pick me up and say, right, okay, we're now going to send you to Vietnam or we're going to send you to Myanmar or somewhere like that where the language is different, the culture is very different, that sort of a change would need a lot more preparation and planning. It would put a little more pressure on me to to work out where I was going to, uh, how I was going to get by while I was there. So there's a few tips to uh, to think about on here to uh, just things to ponder so when you first arrive in these situations um, things to think about things to keep in mind that might help you along the way so the first one then is to assume the best of your international partners Um, it can be quite easy when you turn up in these locations to assume that because people are different different languages different motivations that they do not necessarily have all of the best wishes of the project at heart simply because they're hard to communicate with they may have different motivations they may have different um, family situations different drivers different languages different cultures and it can be quite easy to assume that they're there to make your life difficult rather than you're all in it together and that they're there to help you out so generally we would say assume the best of your international partners on these situations. The second one would be to be patient with your international partners, to be patient with the people where you've moved to. If you are suddenly finding yourselves on one of these secondments, there's a very good chance that you're not the first one that's gone through this. There's a very good chance that you're not going to be the last one. There's also a pretty good chance that the people that you are now working with have had no more training in terms of what they need to understand about you as you've had in terms of what you need to understand about them. So you need to be patient with them and you both need to work together to find ways where you can get the best common outcome for what you're trying to achieve. The third one would be to assume differences and not similarities. Now what we're meaning here is assume that people are going to be different. Don't assume that people are different. Sorry, don't assume that people are similar. Don't assume that the similarities will be there rather than the differences. So if you are assuming differences, you're going to have less of a surprise when something comes at you as being different than if you were to assume that everything is going to be similar. So simply assuming that someone is working on the same project as you and may have a similar technical background, for instance, does not necessarily mean that they will behave and react to situations in the same way that you do. You each will have been, well, you each will have reached this point in your career through a different path. You each will have different experiences, different learnings, different cultural backgrounds and different motivations and drivers. So you will each come at things from a different perspective. So assume different, don't assume similar. And if you assume differences, then the shocks and the experiences that you encounter will be a lot less traumatic to you. The next one then would be to learn what you can about your international partners. So try and study a bit about the country that you're going to, about its history, its language, its value systems, its culture. The more you understand about the context, the more you understand about where you are, the more chance you have that you will have a slightly better general understanding and appreciation that will guide you along finding and understanding some of those differences. 
However, do not assume that because you read in a book that everybody from a particular culture views things in a particular way, do not assume that that is correct. There are as many different views of people from different cultures from, from in any one country, in any one nation, with any one cultural background, as there are in every other country. So just like in your own country, you will find people who have all sorts of different views and beliefs, so you will find similar when you move to another country. So don't assume that everybody will be the same based on a particular article that you read or a or something in a magazine or something in a bit of research. It's not that straightforward. It's not that simple. But if you understand at least a bit about the context, about their history, their country, their language, enough about enough of the language so that you can at least sort of muddle by if you're trying to read things, if it's hopefully if it's a language that's written in, in the same language as which you understand, if it's um, a relatively easy language to learn from a phonetic perspective but hard to read, then try and learn a few words, understand where their value systems come from and the history and culture. It'll help you a great deal. The next one is to question misunderstandings. Now this can be this can be quite a bit of a trap for people, particularly people who aren't familiar with this sort of a situation. So what we're saying here is if you're if you're in a situation and one of your new colleagues in your new country that you're working in comes to you with a question or comes to you with a statement and you don't understand it either because you just don't understand what they're saying or because you don't understand the context of it ask for clarification work with them do it in a polite and pleasant and constructive manner but work with them when they're saying things to you so that you both understand so you have complete clarity over what you want it might be frustrating for you, it will almost certainly be frustrating for them, but at least you'll get the common outcomes and you'll get a common understanding. Now, there are some cultures where people are not used to being asked those sorts of questions, so again, you need to work to understand the different cultural contexts if things like this come along, but try and do in a in as inoffensive way as possible try and ask for clarifications so that you understand where you are so those misunderstandings don't keep niggling at you and so that you don't suddenly find that you're doing things wrong in the country again also ask for ask for cultural explanations of things why you know, why in your country do certain things work the way they are why are the shops open till midnight or why are the shops not open on a weekend um, things like that are all valid questions to ask people to try and understand so you get a better understanding of where you are. The next one can be a bit hard to get your head around, but hopefully most of you who are listening to this or reading the articles will at least have the opportunity to do so, and that is to enjoy the experience. It can be very easy when you're on one of these secondments to get so wrapped up and so bogged down in the day-to-day technical work the day-to-day work that you're there to do that you forget to enjoy the rest of the experience to go out for dinner and enjoy the different meals to get to know some different people to to see the place to travel around a little bit it's it's an opportunity to try and understand another part of the world and another another culture and another environment in a way that you would not normally get normally you would go to a place on holiday for a couple of weeks been there you live in this bubble you 
finish your holiday, you get on the plane, you get in the car, you get whatever, and you head home. These sorts of secondments are very different. You're living and working and interacting with the people who live there. And as such, you have an opportunity to to really enjoy the experience and to learn from it. So try where you can to get some time off and to get to see and enjoy a bit of a bit of where you are. It will help you understand how you come to be and what the, what the what the differences are with the people that you're working with. So it can be both a pleasant experience and also a very good learning experience. And then finally. This is one that should be relatively easy to remember, but um, but remember that you are as alien to the people you're with as they are to you. So you know you you find yourself dropped into a completely different culture. Similarly, the people in that culture suddenly find themselves working with someone from a completely different culture. It's sometimes hard to forget, hard to forget, hard to remember this sort of situation. But it's very, very valid to recognise that that these are all two-way streets, that you are going through as much of a cultural assimilation in coming to work with them as they are in coming to work with you. You both have to try to understand each other. You both have to share the pain. You both get to share the, the, the joys and the experience of it as well. So hopefully, if you can stick with these few little tips... It will help you move along. So the tips were just to quickly refresh them. To assume the best of your international partners. To be patient with your international partners. To assume differences and not similarities with these people that you're working with in these other locations. To learn what you can about your international partner's environment, the culture, the history, the language and so forth. To question and clarify misunderstandings. To enjoy, to enjoy the experience while you are where you are. And finally, to remember that you're as alien to your international partners as your international partners are to you. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it's been useful and uh, there's been a few little tips in there that will help you along the way. Um, if they have and if you've got some input, uh, some suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. You can either drop onto the uh, website and put some comments in the uh, in the box on the website. You could leave a comment on the podcast, um, or you could get in touch with me directly by email. The email address is on the website. There are links on the website as well that will bring you to us. So, if you're interested, then please do check us out. We are at www.ulfire. That's u l f i r e. dot com. dot au. We're available as a podcast through iTunes, through most of the other platforms as well, though still not on Google Play because we're not based in the US. Um, I'd love to hear from you one way or another, and dearly love, of course, for you to subscribe to the podcast feed or to subscribe to our newsletter, or of course, both. Um, And I very much look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.